Live from NPR News, I'm Nora Rahm. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin says he won't support a voting rights bill proposed by his fellow Democrats when designed to expand access to the ballot box. He says he believes the legislation in its present form would further divide the nation. But he told Fox News Sunday an agreement is still possible. This is the same type of uh, challenges we had back last year when we had to all get together and break a deadlock. But we're not there yet. I think they're going to be talking again tomorrow. We'll wait. We'll talk to Senator Capito after those meetings. We'll talk to the White House. And we think we can find a pathway forward. We're not that far apart. Manchin is key to control of the U.S. Senate, which is evenly divided between Democrats and Republicans. He's consistently opposed eliminating the filibuster, which would make it easier to pass legislation. Among other provisions, the proposed voting rights bill would require states to expand mail-in options and lengthen the hours of in-person voting. The head of Israel's domestic security service is warning of politically motivated violence. It comes as Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu may be on his way out after 12 years in office. NPR's Kat Lonsdorf reports. Right-wing pro-Netanyahu demonstrators have been gathering across Israel for days, calling for lawmakers to withdraw their support for the Change Coalition, a new government that would usher in a new prime minister, potentially within a week. Netanyahu issued a statement condemning any violence, but only after tweeting in support of demonstrations over the weekend. And Jerusalem is on edge for other reasons, too. An ultra-nationalist march is planned through the Muslim quarter of the old city in just a few days. And in East Jerusalem, several Palestinian activists and a journalist were detained amid possible home evictions in multiple predominantly Palestinian neighborhoods. Kat Lonsdorf, NPR News, Jerusalem. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson will urge other G7 leaders to commit to vaccinating the world against COVID-19 by the end of next year when he meets with them late this week. Vicki Barker reports. Ahead of the summit in Cornwall, host Boris Johnson says he will ask his G7 counterparts to, in his words, rise to the greatest challenge of the post-war era by vaccinating the entire world by the end of 2022. In fact, the only G7 members still to state just how many doses they plan to donate to the COVAX global vaccine program are Canada and the UK. Britain's health secretary has said there will be no doses to spare until the drive to vaccinate every Briton who wants it has been completed. Johnson had his second dose of the AstraZeneca vaccine this past week. He holds his first face-to-face meetings with G7 leaders this Friday, including his first with President Biden since November's election. For NPR News, I'm Vicki Barker in London. This is NPR News. Gunfire erupted at a graduation party near Miami, Florida early this morning. Officials say three people were killed and at least five others were wounded. They say one person who died was a 20-year-old Dade County Corrections officer. Last weekend, three people were killed and 20 others wounded in a mass shooting at a banquet hall near Miami. In West Africa, Burkina Faso is observing a three-day period of mourning after militants killed more than 130 people in an assault Friday. NPR's Jason Bobian reports. Heavily armed gunmen attacked the village of Solhan on the border with Niger in the middle of the night. According to witnesses, they executed members of a local defense force aligned with the National Army. They also torched houses and burned the village market, according to a government statement. 
The UN says more than a million people in the West African nation have been uprooted from their homes due to recent clashes between government-backed forces and armed groups linked to al-Qaeda and the Islamic State. Unrest in other parts of the Sahel has displaced hundreds of thousands more. The UN Secretary General in a statement said the international community will offer its full support to Burkina Faso in what he called its fight against violent extremism in the region. Jason Bobian, NPR News, Freetown. Today marked the 77th anniversary of D-Day when Allied troops stormed five beaches in Normandy, France, an assault that helped bring about the end of World War II. For a second year in a row, commemorations were hampered by travel restrictions imposed to curb the coronavirus pandemic. Most public events were canceled. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News.